Welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. At Limitless, we believe you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we're here to help you make that happen by bringing you high-vibe educational episodes from myself and leaders in the fields of meditation, personal development, and conscious business practices. We're here to provide you, the beauty professional, with mindful tools and support for an enriched career in life. So plug in and tune out the outside world and let's go on this journey together. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 57 of the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. Today I have on a very special guest, my good friend, Bree Bird. We've known each other for about five years now and met doing New York Fashion Week and co leading some shows together and we got to know each other really well working in that kind of a space and staying with each other in small apartments in the city and wow it was a feels like a whole nother lifetime ago (laughs) and it's pretty cool in this day and age to have really close friends across the United States she lives in Denver I live in Michigan and to be able to stay connected and cheer each other on while you're both pursuing individual dreams is pretty rad and I wanted Brie to come on today to share some of her journey because she's so ambitious, so driven, incredibly creative and supportive and I really wanted you all to hear her story about transforming her career path because a big part of Limitless Hairdresser is thinking outside the box and expanding your mind into a potential that is limitless. We don't have to be put in a box. We don't have to maintain the same trajectory we've always been on. We always have the opportunity to pivot. And Brie has been going through this rapid transformation in her own life. And it's really interesting because it all comes back and circles back to our true heart's desire. And it's really beautiful to hear and actually get to watch and experience someone right alongside you step into their own and push past limiting beliefs get outside of this mentality of limitation and start creating some beautiful things that offer our industry and just the world in general so much beauty. And she's going to be sharing with you her change from going from um, a hairstylist behind the chair to working in fashion in Denver and in New York City and all around the world. Really, she's traveled doing editorial work and Um, fashion work, and moving back into something that really has called her, which is doing energy work and healing therapies and switching gears more into that lane. So I'm really excited for you to hear her story. We are both Capricorns, and actually the first time we met, even my own sister thought we looked like sisters. So we've had this really interesting connection and Uh, sometimes I can want to be like big sister because I'm the older one. And since we're both Capricorns, we can kind of like butt heads, right? Because we both think we're always right. (laughs) So it's really fun to have a mirror of yourself in your, your inner circle and your network. And I'm just so freaking proud of Brie and everything she's doing. And I just really am excited for her to shine in this new epic role that she's taking on. So Plug in your earbuds, tune out the outside world, and listen to this conversation between me and Miss Brianna Rayberg, aka the main mystic. Hi. 
Hi. <laughs> Welcome, Bree, to the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's such an honor, truly. Oh, yay. I'm so ha- I'm just so happy to have you on here finally on your own. Right. Yeah. The, the slumber sl- party was fun though. The slumber party was fun. The slumber party was <laughs> cool. I want to do that again. If any of you have listened, we had an episode where we hung out with a bunch of magical women and just chatted. <clears throat> and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know what episode it was, but it's called The Slumber Party. So you can look it up. Mm-hmm. Anywho, it's awesome to have you here on your own. And I'm excited to see where this leads us. Me too, girl. Down the you rabbit know, hole. Such good combos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to have Bree introduce herself. And then I'm going to talk about her a little bit. And then we're going to talk about things a little bit. And we're going to get into it. So take it away, Brie. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so my name is Brie Bird, and I've been a hairdresser for about eight years. I started out very, very early doing things like fashion shows and photo shoots. Um, I opened my first salon when I was 22 um, by myself and then added uh, a friend at how old was I? 24. And we eventually moved into a bigger space where we had six chairs. And um, all this all this time, um, I was constantly traveling, doing shows, doing um, different events, different education. Uh, I'm, I live in Denver, Colorado. I'm from here. And uh, especially back, back then, there was not a lot of hair education that I really felt uh, like I needed to take, I needed to travel in order to get the things that I, I needed. Thankfully now we have a much better market happening and there's a lot more available. Um, but yeah, so owning a salon, doing all these things. Um, I met Kelly at fashion week in New York. Um, Oh, how far we have come. Ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just did a baby. Um, and yeah, so about, let's see. Like a year ago, I had a pretty transformative journey. I was in Greece for about three weeks um, for a uh, hair event that was just like two days, editorial um, thing through a company called Mastered. Very cool. Let's check them out. Um, and when I came back from that, I just had this like sudden realization that, what am I doing? <laughs> like, none of this is actually like as exciting as it looks on social media and as fun as I thought it would be, and it was fun, don't get me wrong, um, I just felt so unfulfilled and so um, confused. And uh, it began, this, I began this journey of like, okay, what do I even really want to be doing? Like, I'm doing too much, that's clear. Um, my Capricorn son, and <laughs> that uh, to me means just very hardworking, very good at business. Um, but not always the best at taking care of yourself. Um, and I realized that I wasn't really prioritizing my self-care. Um, so in about like eight or nine months, I realized so much and I stopped doing all of the shows. I stopped doing the photo shoots. I stopped um, educating. I um, just had my clients behind the chair. And then I realized I don't even really like that either. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> I don't like owning a salon. I don't like doing this stuff. I'm like, what have I created? What have I done? 
Um, <laughs> and so I closed the salon. In, I sold it in September. Stopped working behind the chair in July. And since then, I've um, just been helping um, some friends out in the industry with their businesses and kind of just taking a, a short sabbatical, <laughs> we'll call it. Yeah. Um, Career sabbatical. <laughs> Yeah, career sabbatical and just figuring it out, feeling very clouded. And um, just very recently um, through this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, hmm, I love uh, getting, it. A, yes, yeah, uh, getting a lot of clarity. So, yeah, I'm in a much, much better place. And I know I know what I'm going to do now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to see how transformational you're I mean I've known you for probably four four-ish years now and holy cow it, you've evolved I've evolved we've evolved together it's kind of interesting and you know a big part of Limitless Hairdresser is we have unlimited possibilities of what we can do in this this career path of beauty and for you and for me it seems like you know, dabbling in all of these areas of outward beauty and creation has kind of opened up this 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 portal of, hey, there's a whole nother there's a whole nother um, world of beauty that's mm-hmm. inward. And as Capricorns, because we're Capricorn sisters, yeah, you know, hardworking and trying to get to that next level isn't always conducive to success and fulfillment it's Mm -hmm. like just another check mark in the box and um so today it'll be so fun to kind of dive into that and Bree and I were actually out in LA together a couple weeks ago and or not even a couple weeks ago last week like like, oh last week (laughs) like a couple days ago (laughs) a couple years ago I don't know and we were talking about we were talking a lot about this, so she's going to share with you guys some insight on, you know, conscious, what do we, what do we call it? Uh, ego conscious versus Ooh, yeah. heart conscious. Ego yeah. conscious versus heart conscious, because all of the things that we do are on purpose, but they're not always from our heart, especially when we're building a business. So for you, like achieving all these things at such a young age, like you're super driven, obviously getting out of beauty school and just like going for it. Doing it. Yeah. And so what did that look like for you? Let's just kind of start there for the beginning of your career. And when you knew you wanted to be at this certain place, what was your first goal? Like your big goal whenever you were in the hair fashion, kind of trying to get to that next place. What was your big goal? big dream um I think the beginning was like getting published in magazines and doing uh traveling all over the world for hair Mm -hmm. like travel has always been a very important part of um my like self and um marrying that with hair was was probably the, the biggest goal and then once that was achieved it was like okay what else (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know uh but yeah I think that that's probably the beginning just getting recognition feeling um like seeking to like conscious business 
you, you can be ego conscious or you can be heart conscious and um, really, you know, what's driving your business. Is it, is it the desire for fame or recognition, respect, um, credibility uh, to be approved, you know, to prove people wrong? Or is it, I want to help. I want to feel good. I want to take care of myself and others. I want to have, you know, everything I need, everything I could possibly, you know, want and, but be satisfied. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I would say in the beginning, it was just definitely very ego, ego, like, I just want to do this. And I I would say it's almost like, um, not necessarily, I feel like I was following a prescription that um, I picked up from like the overculture, the the, uh, the society that we we were raised in here in America and, um, and many cultures throughout the world. It's like the same thing. It's like you're defined by your productivity and um, and what you do. And I just didn't want to be like not that hairdressers are just hairdressers, but I was like, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this vehicle and go far. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like this this concept of if you're successful, you're at the top, and you're doing more and things better than everyone else. Right, right. You get yes, rewarded yeah. for that. You're like, oh, look mm-hmm. at you working so hard, and you got that award, and you got all these things, and that's compared to the fact that other people haven't gotten that. So it's this concept of success based on you're doing more than other people like competition competition yeah like mm-hmm. yeah exactly I would, I would say it's definitely heavily influenced by like corporate beauty um not to throw anybody under the bus but I think there is like a like everyone who I've met not everyone I don't want to say that it's very broad but a lot of the people that I've met who are, you know, successful are tired. They are constantly doing something and it's like late, late night and, you know, they're not eating well. They're not taking care of themselves. And I'm just, I look at that now because I, I was doing that same thing. And I look at it now and I'm like, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Boundaries. <laughs> right. I got to take care of myself. I need my sleep. It's so important to me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And in the beginning, did you kind of feel when you, when you made this shift, because we'll talk about that shortly, but this shift from being in that grind and the hustle to being like, no, hell no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to strip it down and figure out what I do want, even if that takes me time. Did you feel a lot of FOMO or like jealousy because I feel like that's, oh, yeah. that's kind of what came up for me when I decided that I wasn't going to go the route I'd always gone, where I was like exhausted and reactive and living only off coffee. And I'm like traveling all over the place every single weekend. And I'm just absolutely exhausted. But people are like, how do you even do it? And I'm like, I can do anything. Look at me go. And I'm like, <laughs> like drowning. Yeah. But it gives you attention, yeah. you know? And so, you know, at the end of the day, switching over from that and stripping it down and being, okay, what do I really want? And what am I willing to give up 
to have it, a lot of it was giving up the attachment to the being seen, the attachment to um, having, you know, more attention or more people in classes or more, 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 more of all these things and going, mm -hmm. I'm okay with whatever I get right now because mm -hmm. it's more important to take care of myself. However, during that, I felt so um, a lot of feelings of like, yeah, being, being like jealous of seeing mm -hmm. people on Instagram or something, teaching classes and doing all these things. And I'm like, Oh, I miss that because it's spotlight, right? It's, it's like, it's that momentum. It's looking like momentum or feeling FOMO of everyone at hair shows and things like that. And I'm like, I just can't do that right now because it's too much. Like it's overwhelming to me. I can't go and put on this face and pretend like I'm a person who I'm not right now did you mm -hmm. kind of feel like that too with maybe oh, definitely. fashion week and <laughs> yes <laughs> yes because it, it I as much as it tired me out I kind of thrive on the chaos like I can I can sit in a room full of buzzing things and like people are freaking out because this model just got here last minute and we've got 15 minutes to get her ready and I can breathe. I can sit there and I'm like, we got, we got it. Like I can hold that space and it's, it's a really, that's a nice feeling. Mm -hmm. um, like you and I have led fashion week and so you know what I'm talking about where mm -hmm. it's like in those hot heated moments of being the one to be like, we could, it's all good. It's, it's going to be, the day will end and we will all be very proud of you. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, so yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like what I did was almost like an elimination diet of my career. Like, <laughs> let's just like That's figure good. out what, <laughs> like strip this shit down to like the bare bones um, and see, you know, what, what it is that's causing the ailment. Um, turns out it's just me, but <laughs> I'm like, still me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's expectations it's uh un worked on psyche it's you know it's all that it's all that kind of stuff but no I definitely experienced um and still do you know with social media like I have to be careful uh of how much I expose myself to um people's stories and posts because I do I get that sense of FOMO and this sense of urgency like oh my god I need to be doing that mm -hmm. like Oh, I haven't made an online workshop. Like I need to mm -hmm. make that. I need to. I need to do it. Like no, 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 no. Everything in its own time. But that mm -hmm. ego, I, I feel, is is that that voice in your head that's telling you that you're lacking mm -hmm. in in time and uh, resources and um, like you're not doing enough. Um, and I think kind of telling that voice that you know, like I get you're trying to protect me. You're trying to make sure I'm okay but I got this. You can take a back seat and I'm going to drive the car. Um, more soul focused, more soul centered. And um, just knowing that like, if you want certain things to happen, you can manifest them and they will happen in the time they're meant to happen. Uh, that's something I believe like everyone has a different timeline that's going on. Everyone's got different lessons that they need to learn. We all came here with a certain curriculum we agreed to. Um, so, uh, yeah, I feel like I ramble on, sorry. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It, um, you just stream of consciousness. 
con- yeah. you just consciousnessed all over that. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, I think FOMO is perpetuated by social media. Like, um, I think you said it in your last podcast. Actually, I just listened to it yesterday about how you know, not too long ago, before social media, you would maybe experience this kind of feeling with friends or celebrities or. You know, and now it can be anybody. It can yeah. be like who I don't even know her name or where she lives, but she has a beautiful body that, that I have. And I'm like, blonde hmm. balayage 472, that bitch. Yeah, that, that, Ugh, she's just so successful. Why is she making me feel so horrible about my life? <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's all mirrors. It's just all kidding. Mirror that's your like, Instagram handle. It's not really weird. I wasn't really talking about you. That's just right. Weird. Yeah. We're not calling you out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's all it's all mirror it's all mirror for mm-hmm. the things that you need to you need to work on there's something um there's a quote that I, I don't know who said it but it's something that's kind of always in the back of my mind not always in the front because we still judge but whenever I judge someone I judge or no, no no I'm sorry whenever I judge someone I reveal an unhealed part of myself and that mm-hmm. is like gold like if you're looking through Instagram and you're judging someone, like, eh, she just, she must, her parents must pay for everything. Mm. Or her, you know, what are the thoughts we have? Or, oh, it's because her husband has such a good job. Mm-hmm. And, like, even getting deeper into that, like. They already had is- all those followers. That's why their classes are coming up. They, they got on the follower train five years ago when there wasn't the algorithm. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> It's so true. It's that these are the thoughts that we create. That it's like it's really just revealing. Like, what what do you need to work on? Like, if if that if you're feeling triggered by something, it's like it's not necessarily that person triggering you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's special cases and you know, certain topics. You know, but ultimately, if someone's cute photo bothers you and makes you feel shitty about yourself, like look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, what's that about like what why you know question, uh, question it get curious about it don't judge yourself for it but get curious about it yeah and I think you know to to that that point to that thought ego conscious driven business a lot of times can come from that fuel that fuel mm-hmm. of Ugh, look at all they have I need to have more Oh my mm. gosh, they're doing all this. I need to do that. And and you know the difference between ego and heart forward driven business because we're conscious of both of them. I I know that I want this and I'm going to get it. Am I getting it because I'm fueled by pride and I'm fueled by this competition and this need to fill this unworthy space inside of me through achievement or proving, mm. you know? And so when we do that, we hustle and we're like, we'll do whatever it takes. I'm I'm going to, you know, even for some of you who are listening behind the chair, maybe you're like, I'm, I'm not going to take a lunch break. I'm going to, you know, going to work um, 70 hours a week because I want to have the most clients. I want to be the most important hairstylist. I want to be known as the person that everybody goes to and everybody sees, you know, that kind of ego-driven business is what ends you up at the top feeling at rock bottom like we were talking about like the rock star mentality hairdressers are like the rock star look we're are we i 
feel like we might even be cooler than rock stars. No offense, rock stars. If any of you out there are listening, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, we kind yeah. of get that mentality. 100%. I think it's, uh, yeah, as you're saying that, I'm just thinking back to like the days where I would be booked for like nine to 10 hours and I wouldn't eat all day. I'd get home at like 9, 30, 10, sometimes 11 o'clock at night. And then that would be my first meal. And then I'd go to bed at like one and then do it all over again the next day, sleeping until like 11 and getting up, going to like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> that's, I think that there's, um, uh, there's just something to that when, when you're your own boss, uh, there's not a lot of like, there's no one else that's there to take care of you. So you really have to make sure you're making that a priority. And I just mm-hmm. wasn't back then. Like I was not, and, and, you know, I would raise my prices um, and not lose any clients. I'd raise them like $20 every six months across the board and never lose any clients. And it was mostly because the people that would be like, okay, so I can't come to you anymore. You're too expensive. I'd just be like, well, girl, don't, just don't, don't hit me as much. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Just keep coming. But why do we raise our prices? Mm-hmm. To get rid of people. <laughs> Yeah, to make space. I mean, to make more money and to make space for people who are willing to pay it and to not work as hard. Yeah. So it was like I was working just as hard for more money. And then when I had the bigger space, it was like making really good money, so busy. Like I was always booked out six to eight weeks and like constantly. And I look back at that now and I'm just like, gosh, that was so ego. Like not allowing people to like, like, no, 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 you don't want to leave me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Is that like, pure, is that like a deeper abandonment issues? Mm. Like, don't leave, don't leave. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the, the, I felt like a rock star for sure. Like my clients, you know, the, your clients will tell you all the, all the things that you want to hear. No mm-hmm. one else can do my hair like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you recommend them to someone who's really great because you can't fit them in and they're just so nervous. Mm-hmm. and they don't they don't they don't want to go to anyone else it's like that's so ego filling that's like yeah that's right no one else can do your hair as good as I can even though I'm really like good hair is not hard to find anymore it's so yeah. not hard to find um so yeah I think I mean it, yeah yeah we are rock stars and we gotta we gotta take care of ourselves I think um you know like rock stars you get to a certain point we're making all this money. You can buy everything you want. You can fill your voids with other things like, you know, clothes and trips and, um, Rolls Royce. Yeah. <laughs> Only <laughs> red Skittles. <laughs> um, you know, Gucci, everything, <laughs> all of the Gucci. Yes. Yeah. I want Which this is, song I mean, to play every time I walk through a door. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have that one. Yeah, you're like, well, I get to do this. Well, <laughs> for yeah. you, lifeguard from Nako, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've arrived. Hello, my yeah. song is playing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but yeah, I think I think uh, really, you know, Russell Brand posted this really cool video on nar- narcissism the other day, asking his following like, are we as a society perpetuating narcissism 
and glorifying it through social media, through the media in general. And it was so funny because I was on this whole trek. Like I spent a week with um, Dr. Clarissa Picona Estes. Estes, everyone says her last name differently. Dr. E, uh, and she talked a lot about narcissism. Um, and just, yeah, I, th- I think that that is a very slippery slope in social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and as empathic people, we are susceptible to the narcissist. We all have narcissistic wounds where we will act out uh, in narcissistic ways um, based on how people have treated us in the past, whether it be a parent, whether it be a teacher, a mentor, um, you know. So I think that that's, you know, something to really watch to those of you that are listening. Like, always go back to your why. Always go back to your intent of, like, why am I behind the chair? Um, is it because of the feeling that I get from people? Or is it the, the, the thing I can give? Or is it a balanced energy exchange mm-hmm. um, of helping and feeling like you're making a difference in people's lives? but that you're also fulfilling your own life by taking care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so moving into like conscious heart forward business, because I think we just covered a lot of ground of what it might be like if you, if you too may have been caught in the trap of ego conscious driven business. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club. You're not alone. Um, right. But, you know, stripping everything down in a way and moving forward, how does that look different to you now? Like as you're kind of rising from the ashes and becoming like this new version of you and this new um, path within, you know, I still would consider what we do within the beauty industry it just not, might not mean that we're a balayage educator anymore or um, a haircutting specialist or an international artistic platform artist. You know, th- what we're doing and creating here within this um, inner beauty collective group of people um, is, is, is creating something that will help people who are facilitating services of outer beauty be more heart forward with it so that you don't get in that trap of getting to the next level, the next level, the next level, and still feeling like you haven't filled what you were looking for or filled up, um, your purpose, fulfilling your perfect purpose. <clears throat> yeah, I, so for me, that looks like going back to my roots. Um, you know, I definitely did that elimination of things like, um, and going back to my roots, I, I was very interested in the met- metaphysics and spirituality and um, the tarot and all of that kind of like, witchy like um you know magic yeah magical stuff I've been interested in that since I was 10 um and uh like I got my first deck of cards uh, my mom gave them to me when I was uh, about like nine or ten and I've always always played with the with the tarot 
Um, so yeah, for me, it really involves like, okay, well, what do I like doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like really just bare bones. What do I like doing? I like to travel. I like to experience new things. I really like to help people. Um, I really like to, you know, take care of myself. So moving forward into this new reinvention of your career path, coming from a heart-centered place, and you have all this awareness of the things that you liked and you didn't like, what's that look like moving forward and creating something in the beauty industry for you? So I really started to look back at my prior interests before hair and uh, the metaphysical world, the ceremonial, ritualistic, sacred um, world that we are all contributing to, whether we, we know it or not. The uh, collective unconscious um, has always been a huge point of interest. I've always wanted to learn more about these different spiritual um, realms and paths. Uh, like I got my first tarot deck at 10 and, um, you know, my first AIM screen name was Witch Baby One. <laughs> so I've, I've been on this path. Um, I replaced a lot of the travel and a lot of the education that I was doing with hair with um, therapist education, like therapist continuing education. Um, I took a, a weekend course with the Hakomi Institute, which is all like somatic therapy. I took a, a course with Dr. E, as I mentioned, um, which is expressive art therapy. Um, I did, I, I noticed a lot of patterns that were actually very similar to, you know, before um, making these choices that were still occurring. So it was good for me to experience that, um, just replacing those things with, with therapist <laughs> continuing education. Um, but through the, these experiences, I've figured out that, you know, I still want to be a part of the beauty industry. I love it. It is so sacred. Um, you know, we have a very beautiful history um, going back millennia of being these healers, these space holders, these um, oracles. Um, for those of you that don't know, my salon was called Oracle Salon. Um, and I'm going to be moving back into my old space, my original space. It was small. It was just me in there. Um, some subletters in there. They'll be moving out at the end of January. I'll be moving back in there and reopening as oracle ceremonial hair um, or ceremonial salon. I don't know which one, but um, we're, we're still figuring that out. Um, and just bringing more ceremony back into the hair service. Uh, I'm not going to be doing color. It's going to be a toxic-free environment. Um, and I'm going to be working with, you know, doing readings, working with the cards, working with um, different shamanic practices that I've worked with this year. Um, and just, you know, continue to learn, um, continue to grow in these different worlds and um, to create a bridge, much like you're doing with Limitless Collective, um, creating a bridge to the higher self uh, and the sometimes shallow hair industry. We're um, getting a little bit deeper into uh, getting deeper and away from that surface level stuff. Um so yeah, that's where I'm starting with, and I'm I'm excited, and I'm going to take a much different approach. Um, you know, the first time I was in that space, it was very like fast, 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 fast. Everything has to be now, mm-hmm. and I'm everything, and you know, I'm just doing a few select services, some ritualistic haircutting. Um, I'm going to be getting my psychotherapy license, um, and beginning essentially a 
therapy practice, <laughs> but like yeah, licensed um, you know thing that I can really really work with people and help people and um, with more intention, with more uh, with more uh, self care for myself and and harsher boundaries. Maybe yeah. not harsher, but just like more solid boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and eventually it'll kind of. Uh, I have some other things that I've planned that I, I, I'm like, they're still babies. They're still like little eggs or little seeds. Um, so maybe I won't mention them, but I, I'm very excited about where this is going to grow. And um, it feels so much lighter and so much more aligned with um, with my purpose. And it's a lot, it's all lining up a lot easier than, you know, than before. Um, so, and I, I think that, you know, if, if anyone can take anything away from my experience, it's, it's following that feeling, it's following how easy something is. You know, you might encounter resistance um, that you have to push through. But if you're constantly getting roadblocks, like really evaluate that. Like for mm-hmm. me, moving into that bigger space, um, you know, was a nice. I sold it the first person who toured it, you know, it was, it was just the universe's way of telling me, oops, are you still there? Yeah, it totally <laughs> went blip again. <laughs> it's 45. It's okay. You said it was the universe's way of telling you. It was the universe's, uh, it was the universe's way of telling me that, you know, this was the right move to make as much as it hurt my ego, as much as it hurt my um, you know, finances for a second of trying to figure out like, okay, I was making this much money now I'm used to, now I got to get used to this and like figure out a way to bridge that. Um, but still feeling abundant and, uh, and moving into a, a more soulful place. Um, so hopefully that answered your question. I think. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes slowing down and reevaluating, even though it feels like we're not in that same like um, high of you know that extreme up 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 on the roller coaster eventually the roller coaster has to go down so yeah slow and steady wins the race and a lot of times when we're coming from our heart the slow and steady gets us so much farther because we have more intention and clarity and purpose and intent than when you're just hustling and trying to get to the next place you know, and within that same breath, some people, I, I've seen and observed some people who work at a very high energy level where they can do a lot and still feel in the flow and like, wow, mm-hmm. that's really cool too. But that's not everyone. I think it's important to know like everyone is in a different uh, path and a different pace and you can't really compare one to the other it's all different and i would speculate to say that those people likely had to build a really strong foundation for that Mm -hmm. to sit on in order to sustain that life you know and and they Mm -hmm. you know had to experience the opposite of of burnout of um not feeling good about what they were doing in order to sustain it they had to likely i mean i'm just speculating but had to likely change a lot of um of their lifestyle um, in order, in order to do that. Um, but yeah, there are definitely, there are people that could just do like 
mad amount of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I would say too, it's like it's all about who helps. It's all relationships mm-hmm. in in life. It's um it's all relationships and what what you're cultivating uh, with people that you connect with and and how that that can help fuel your journey in a really positive way and a really fulfilling and um, yeah just good way you know um, mm-hmm. but yeah it's uh, ultimately if any if there's any takeaways from my experience this um, last few years it's that uh, much as failure seems so scary and it's not always the flavor that you think it's going to be <laughs> you know um, it's not necessarily a bad thing it's going to help you grow it's going to help you realign with what you're really here to do and I mean it's not really like I don't know it's just part of the curriculum part of the mm-hmm. lessons <laughs> And we cannot, we cannot go, not go for what we really want just because we're afraid it's going to fail. Mm-hmm. Just because we want to listen to that egoic voice that's telling us to just stay in the same place where it's safe and, you know, you're supported. No, go and do what you really want to do. If, if you feel a different calling, go and listen to it. Yeah, totally. And some people might be listening and feeling the complete opposite of kind of you and I's journey where it's like, it's a little bit borderline uh, dangerously fearless where we're like, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to just keep going and I'm just going to keep doing it. And it's not going to, It's nothing's going to, you know, bad happen. I'm just going to keep going and, you know, get to a place of burnout where some people might have so much fear blocking them from ever starting like their ego might be more of a really introverted really nervous really scared to do anything so they never take a chance and Mm -hmm. so if that's you and you kind of heard all this or you're like whoa that's so many accomplishments and so many achievements and now going backwards and you're feeling like you haven't even gotten to that place that might not be your path you know that and that's not everybody's path is to go try everything and learn from trying it you might learn from not trying it and like putting yourself out there might be the thing that breaks your mold you know Mm -hmm. so it could be the opposite too just have to follow your heart like what is your heart telling you is it saying hey you need to get up and go do something or is it saying hey you need to slow down and Mm -hmm. recoil and refigure and you know everybody's gonna have a different answer to that and you might be at a different stage, you know, different stages of that might have a come a roller coaster up and then you've failed a bunch and burn out and hate everything and you don't like your salon, and you don't like all the things. And then you got to go back down to the bottom and then rebuild and come back up in a way that is going to be more sustainable. So you just yeah. never know. It's the creative process. You know, everything has a life, a death. A rebirth, an incubation period, a, you know, um, it, it's just a natural evolution of everything that you create. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all just want to stay in that high space, but it's just not, it's just not how life works. You know, it's like nope. a season. Mm-hmm. It's snowing outside right now. And I'm like, it's like, yeah, it's me too. It's time to be relaxed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you know, this is the time to reflect and and chill and not necessarily to be constantly doing. Um, I would say a really good way um, to tap into that heart space, and I, I'm sure uh, you have some great advice for this as well, Kelly, but uh, to really know that you're listening to your heart and not your head um, is to meditate and just really, you know, sit there with perhaps an open journal of, you know, the question you have. You know, mm-hmm. should I open my own suite or should I go take some outside education that's not hair related? Should I, you know, whatever, whatever the question is, you know, should I move across the country? Whatever it is. And really just sit there and be in silence, be in stillness and just ask and meditate on that question. And, you know, first thought, right thought, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like, but, you know, usually the first thought you have around it is, is the most loving and, and true. And then your ego comes in and is like, no, but that's, that won't work or that's yeah. not going to happen or you're not good enough. Um, so that, you know, for those of you that are listening, like, how, well, how do I even do that? Like that, I mean, just being still and listening, listening to your body and really like focusing on your heart when you ask these questions. Um, you know, as, as Nako says, <laughs> the body talks. And uh, meditation. Oh, I just call. Oh, I messed that up. The body talks <laughs> and meditation. The body talks and meditation. Meditation helps. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. There we go. Totally does, <laughs> and it's so true. You know, that's why. That's why being quiet and listening to your body. You know, I'm tired. I'm hungry. I want to sleep. I need to move. You know, it'll tell you. It'll tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is for sure we always have everything we need always no matter what and we have all the answers inside of us we just have to shut up and listen yep and believe it and believe it yes because man try to do everything everyone else wants you to do or says you should do or you think is the right way it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It is exhausting. And yeah, you'll end up in a place where you're just like, why did I do this? Well, I did mm-hmm. it so I could learn something. <laughs> yep. And what did you learn? Let's, let's evaluate. And then what, what do we integrate? Mm-hmm. What do we, you know, you might have learned something and then file it away. Does not touch it, like integrate it. Put it into practice. What are you avoiding? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at it. Totally. 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 Okay. I have this ganache <laughs> and I just, I'm like. <laughs> Remover of obstacles. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this was amazing. I feel like we could talk forever because we just can. And we do. We can for sure. Yeah. Um, but. Any any last thing you want to share with everyone, like a a message? Um, I hmm, what do I want to share? I mean, just that you know, if you're feeling lost or foggy or unclear about what your next step is in life. Trust that it's going to be revealed to you at the right time. 
do the work that you can do in the meantime to get to that point, mm -hmm. to show the universe that you are ready to receive the guidance that it's wanting to give you. And then listen and do it, you know, um, and take care of yourself along the way, you know. Um, it's not just face masks and bath bombs and watching Netflix. It could be, you know, eat healthy, meditation, journal, get some Reiki done, you know, challenge your beliefs about yourself and mirror them back to you. Read books. Uh, mm -hmm. Read all the books. Just, um, yeah, you heal yourself. You can help heal this planet. Mm -hmm. this is, the planet is a macro version of us, and that is why it's at the state that it is with climate crisis and uh it's because we have we have some freaking work to do people so <laughs> all just agree to show up okay show up we'll show glow up. up show up to glow up yeah you heard it <laughs> i don't want to live on mars okay yeah <laughs> i like earth <laughs> it's funny Let's take care of her uh... All right. Yeah. Well, I love you so, so much. Oh, I love you. Thank you for taking the time to do this. This is amazing. And Thank you. Uh, we'll put all the ways you can reach Bree, see what she's up to, and connect with her through all of the ways, social media and others, telepathy. I don't know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll see you all in the spirit realm. <laughs> The dream world. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> See you in your dreams. Yeah. All right. We've got we've taken this so far. Can you tell that we're friends? Okay. <laughs> All no, right. I love it. Well, we will see you on the other side out there. Okay. Get to work, kids. Get some get some working. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.